0: what's up guys and welcome back to steady talk podcast um, appreciate you guys tapping back in super excited for the guests that we have out this week um, a young fella uh, who's been putting in the work um, pursuing um, I guess just really a, a hobby at this point of like powerlifting and stuff like that or is it something that you want to kind of move forward in with you know like potential career choice down the line or I guess it would just be more so like as a hobby on side and stuff like that or
1: I would definitely say it started out as a hobby but now that like you know i'm in this like qualifying for national pilot to meet territory and then after that like getting that next level that next like the master and then leads there's definitely like potential there to make it more than what it is yeah get the name
0: austin alexander
2: out there yeah for sure i was about to say you need to introduce it you need to introduce yourself and say say who you uh,
1: are i'm austin alexander Uh, um 19 USPA prodigy on the upcoming. <laughs> um,
2: big dreams, big
1: aspirations. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. So you literally
0: just graduated high school
1: last month? Uh, so I actually graduated a year early. I graduated last year. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I'm going to Maplewoods right now. Yeah. Um, at first I was doing, I was going for HVAC certificate but uh, but now I'm looking more on like computer science and okay. uh, stuff like that. So I know the the
2: skill trades market right now is crazy. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah was, going to a trade is is, is awesome most yeah. of the time. It was yeah, insane. They, yeah. yeah, they're they're great and like high potential.
0: I definitely am very glad I got like the college experience mm-hmm. in a sense. But for if it's not for people like the HVAC move or like. Uh, like skilled trade jobs. Yeah, they
2: like absolutely. I, know, I mean, I'm they sure. they they build America. I mean, a lot of those jobs build America. So, uh, yeah. but continue
1: going. There on. was um like even there was like people coming in offering jobs to people who was their first semester. Yeah, and, like they were like they were fiending for that people are, like, to come work.
0: Electricians right now are like they need people like really bad. Yeah, though, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: the electricians, welding, um, stuff like that. It was just crazy. Like always, people in there and off flyers. Like yeah, Yo, when you graduate, like you got a job type thing, and even like. You can come interview and come train now yeah. while you still don't have your certificate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was, it was all right, but my teachers kind of, the teachers I got steered me away from it. So okay. it, was, it was just,
0: yeah. It's crazy how much teachers can like make or break um, certain things like that. Mm-hmm. Like all it would take is like one bad, I guess more so like in college, you have like one bad professor and it could just completely change. Like even in sports, you yep. like, Weightlifting or things like that. One coach that just like rides your ass all the time, or you know, like
2: always. I'm always. I mean, coaches that can always bring you down or just maybe not understand you on a coaching level too. Mm -hmm. Because every kid, everybody learns differently. So if your coach can't recognize that, like it, it might work for ten kids, but it might it's not going to work for the eleventh guy. So and their
0: coaching style. Like I had a soccer coach growing up who was like, if I'm not Yelling at you at the top of my lungs, and like I don't care about you pretty much anymore. Yeah, and so I understood that when he would like you know, uh, like get on me and stuff. But mm-hmm. some people just like can't take that, and so from there, it, it, it can either make him or, or break him. But um, so, did, did you like play football and stuff in high school? Yeah, and so um, you already like yeah, athletic lifting waters. and yeah, stuff
1: yeah. like that. Uh, growing up, football um, went from. You know, flag football to to the actual, the real thing with the pads, helmets, uh, tackle football. Remember, I played a couple little leagues, and then I actually played for a traveling team, and we went and won a, a state title. That was pretty cool. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Um, you know, high school came around. I played my freshman year, sophomore year. Uh, I didn't really, I didn't want to play anymore, so I stopped. But then the, uh, my coach was like, like just, you might as well just come back. Like, yeah. So I did. And then I played my junior year. And then I ended up graduating, and it didn't, it didn't go anything past that. Um, yeah. I wasn't some, like, five-star <laughs> yeah. recruit that that's coming out of North Kansas City now. So yeah. some of these kids that are coming out there, yeah. it's insane. You got a friend
2: that, that's going to the, the league, right, or he, got, um, he went to a Division One.
1: Oh, yeah, I played with him. He's mm-hmm. um, th- Well, at first, he didn't even want to go play college ball. He didn't want really? to play ball in college. Okay. He just wanted to go just so he could get his degree and get a job. Got it, got it. But now he's, like... Hold on, like this shit can actually happen. Like,
2: but I, I do want to ask a question though. Um, so what I, what I learned from from football was kind of how to weightlift and stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to get into. Did you take? Is that where you first kind of experienced, learned how to weightlift? Because that's what taught me was was football practice or sports in general for for anybody like. That is where you kind of develop that first sort of habit and routine and team bonding as well so is that where you got your first exposure to weights or like athletic training
1: oh yeah yeah Yeah, for sure um the first time i lifted with that with the team was in the before they remodeled the gym completely um in the in the little uh like i don't even know what it's called it's just some, like, beater room with a bunch of, like, that's messed what, up machines. And that's what I had, to. Yeah, I remember my first day we were lifting in the summer. Some kid split his finger, like, from the tip down to the knuckle. because he was squatting, like, six plates. And I was like, damn. And he, like,
0: like let it go. Like, yeah. Somehow, like,
1: mm. yeah. I was honestly, like, I was done there. Like, I was like, man, I don't know if I can do this. Like, <laughs> I can't have that. Me. <laughs> and then and I got over it, obviously. So, um, here now. But, yeah, it definitely, like man that feeling when i finally hit that three play squat my junior year mm. that i think i think honestly that is what really like propelled it i think that is what really got me going into like okay well next step's four yeah. and now i'm like all right yeah. next step's five okay yeah. I so i like think
0: that's definitely the thing about like powerlifting is like you hit that certain mark for people that just chase like aesthetics or like something for myself i don't really care being <laughs> being like super strong like yeah. of course i would love to be but I care more so just like how I look like aesthetically. So it's hard to like really because I don't like max out mm-hmm. on a lot of stuff. So yeah. um, some days I'm just like, man, I really just don't feel like going to the gym. Okay. But I feel like when you're a powerlifter, like you're always fiending for like that next, the
2: next number, the next number.
1: Yeah. You know? Don't get me wrong. I mean, there's definitely there's definitely those days. Yeah, definitely like, those days.
2: What What's unique about powerlifting? from the numbers standpoint of things is yeah. the way it lays your goals out right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why it gets so addicting to mm-hmm. so many people. Like I'm not a big guy, so I probably won't powerlift. Mm-hmm. but that's what, it, is that what captures it? I'm sure there's multiple elements to it, but I always wonder, is it, the, is it that constant goal and that number that you're chasing, like you were talking about? And it, it already lays it out for you, right? When you join, they're like, okay, here you're here. Here's where you are. Here's where you want to be.
1: Let's get there. Yeah, um, definitely for me, it was a it was a number thing. Um, you know, I I'm a little bit bigger, uh, competing at like 110 kg, so it's like 240 class. But yeah, um, so sitting in like sitting in that weight class, seeing like, well, when some of these guys are you know in this weight class, they're not 18, 19, not even really 22 years old. So it's like there's not really a lot of competition directly, but not saying. That there's no point to compete, right? So even if they, like there's no competition, there's still always like, it's 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 always a numbers thing for me. Like right now, like right now I'm chasing a 1300 total. Next is 14, then 15. Like, yeah. a lot of the coaches that I was talking to, like their first professional total was 1500, and they didn't hit that until they were like 21, 22. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm kind of right there on that border, and I just turned 19 years old. So See, it's-
2: you made a good point about what you were talking, uh, how you were going about. Saying there's no competition, there is. Mm -hmm. But you're also kind of making yourself a veteran, faster than anybody else, because you're going to these competitions and you might be winning. But you know there's better out there. Mm -hmm. But you're still exposing yourself and getting uncomfortable by going to these competitions where you're actually lifting and it's regulated and things like that. So Mm -hmm. that's that's tough to do in itself. Is to sign up for a competition.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's not like just you and your homie late. One night at the gym, like, OG, and it's mm-hmm. you and, like, a few other people in there. There's, like, people that pay to come watch you lift heavy. <laughs> yeah, heavy <laughs> like, shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Like, I remember my, the first meet I went to, um, I saw this dude pull, like, 700 conventionally. Yeah. And I was, like, <laughs> I don't think I can even hit that total with my bench
2: squat or, Ooh. or you know, deadlift so would you say you're at what 1300 right now uh it's 12, like 1265 1265 so walk us through what you're what you're uh what you're at right now each like your know, sure. so big lifts
1: um i just hit 455 on squat the other night um on my 19th birthday i hit 285 i honestly think 295 was there but i took the 300 I'm bench press yeah i took the 300 jump but you know, it's whatever. I'll take. I'll take whatever I can get. You know,
0: you gotta you gotta humble yourself a little bit. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh nope,
1: all right. And I mean, I would like to say I hit 525 on deadlift, but uh, it wasn't locked out all the way. But definitely, like, I've hit 515. So so 515. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll just call it okay. Yeah. Did um, you did you always
0: want to start out? Like, have you ever pulled conventional?
1: Oh yeah, that's actually what I started. Uh, oh, no. I started with conventional. You like, but
0: you like Shumow better. Yeah,
1: I feel like it fits like my overall like build better. Yeah, like I feel like it's easier, it's easier for me to get in position like.
0: Especially for for taller guys, I think maybe. But see, I like pulling conventional, mm-hmm. but then you look like the some of like the the older guy like. They kind of start out in the fitness industry, like David Laid and all them. Mm-hmm. Like they were pulling sumo and stuff like that. You see guys on TikTok who are like guys who look more like aesthetically pleasing. As like almost, they could be like a Mm bodybuilder, and then they're pulling like six, seven, eight, seven hundred pounds. Yeah, and you're like, what the hell, you know? And that that's what blows my mind. But those are the guys that have been pulling for like since high school. Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah. yeah. And I think that's probably that's another big issue. Like, I don't think enough high schools are implementing deadlifts because it's not safe. Right. It's I honestly I think a hand clean is more dangerous than a deadlift. Personally, because there's so much that can go wrong with a hand a clean. More, a lot more movement. There's, it's. I, th- I think a hand clean is a lot more technical. There's a lot more that can go wrong. You know, if you catch it at the bottom and you yeah. lose your ankle mobility, it's, it's gone. But with you a deadlift, so, yeah, forward. Like dead, deadlift is a very. It's, it's safe when you do it right. Yeah. I think it's, it's very important to be taught correctly and what than just know. going in there and just be like, all right, guys, we got deadlift today. It's, let's just go. This is what we got. Like this, this, and this, without actually like going through and like showing like how to do it. Also, also not like not trying
0: to pull like, every freaking forty five in the weight room. Too, yeah, exactly.
2: Like. Go in there, throw two plates on, and just do your reps the right way. Yeah. More function—that's to be the best way to do it. Form. Would be yeah. all functionality. Make instead of deadlifting three by three or three by six. Yeah. Dead, you just make them do five by twelve, where they have to do it with mm-hmm. good weight, but pain clean I also thought it was a great lift as well that I mean was, I liked it don't get me wrong <laughs> I liked it but
1: it like so like you, powerlifting high schools have powerlifting meets I'm not 100% sure if they do deadlift or not mm-hmm. um, but I know for sure they do squad bench and dead or uh, squad bench pain. yeah uh, they might do and some of the some of those kids who are doing that in high school they're going to continue to do that but once they go into like these federations like the USAPL or the USPA okay. like like if they continue their powerlifting, they've never deadlifted before. Yeah. But yeah. they they have these crazy squats, these crazy benches, and I feel like that's kind of where some of these guys like. I see why it's easier for some people to squat more than they deadlift. Just like if you're just a Hegger set guy, and it's just you know some of these guys are just absolute units. So it's just <laughs> easier for them to put on their back and squat it than pick it up off the ground. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, but I feel like that stemmed from them playing sports in high school and not deadlifting. I, that's that's kind of how I look at it because when I first started deadlifting form was just awful it was not there at all and I actually started out squatting more than I deadlifted um, and then now like I learned how to do it and I've trained it more and it's, it's just blown up I'm trying to think if
0: when I was in high school
1: I don't even know if we
0: deadlifted it was always bench squat hand clean power clean mm-hmm. Later, and when you hand clean do you squat at the yeah, at the, yeah, end. At the mm-hmm. end. Yeah, you catch it
2: and you have to go down to parallel and stand back up. Okay.
0: Yeah, because there would be people that, like, yeah, that would hurt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll, yeah. I feel like I'm too
1: long for that. I don't really <laughs> mess with all that. I, I have nothing but respect for those dudes who do the Olympic weightlifting and are doing, like, five, 600-pound cleans. Like, I'll just just never be able to even fathom that.
2: Those guys got to be so explosive, too, off just, like, First step, quickness, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's that's like a different type of strength. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just raw power yeah. of, of just like completely jerking because it's a whole body movement too. Oh, yeah. 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 You have to be in complete unison for it to, for the momentum to yeah. work. So that's,
0: that's why a lot of people say that like hand, hand clean or like deadlift or like farmers carry or like if you could only do one lift for like the rest of your life. What would be the best one? Yeah, like lifts like that that incorporate a majority of, like, most of your muscles throw pull-ups on there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Push-ups
2: would be another good one to throw on there.
1: I feel like at a certain point, though, like, push-ups kind of stall out. Like, yeah. I think if you're, if you're, like, just doing, like, hundreds of push-ups at once, like, obviously you're going to grow, mm-hmm. but you're not, like, like, weighted push-ups, like, you have to incorporate those at some yeah. point, too, so. Change when, the incline. Yeah, what,
0: what I get super curious about is, like, um, Dudes that'll go to prison and they get out and they're ripped, and it's like I get it from the standpoint of like like you look at Gucci who went in, he was like, "Hello, Roy," and he came out and he was like, "Shredded with a six pack." Yeah, but it's man. like, how do how do guys build muscle mass,
2: like in the, the gym like that without like nutrition? That's calisthenics, and bro. That's why they're all ripped. Mm-hmm. If you want to get ripped, you do calisthenics. Like you add calisthenics into your workout. Yeah. I
0: just don't. I didn't. I didn't really.
2: Train like Goku, you know. Like that's all Goku. <laughs> that's yeah. all Goku does is calisthenics, and he's the strongest man yeah. in the universe. But if, yeah, for me it was like, well, <laughs> if they're only eating like two or three times a day, like how does that work? But well, they pack they pack so some, like, much some nutrients into like those. Yeah, when they got like, they're commissary not, they, they don't well. taste really good, but right. they're full of just tons of calories and carbs oh, just to keep bones, them, keep them alive. So <laughs> Yeah, the pump.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've seen some videos of like recording the the. Uh, like the yard from outside the prison, they're just in there like. And obviously, like you've seen it in movies and stuff, but it's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I, I would assume. Yeah. All right.
2: We're kind of going off off kilter a little bit. That's so <laughs> what
1: we're just talking about. So,
2: we'll kind of throw these together. Um, what are your some biggest goals in powerlifting, and then kind of go into those, and then add this. I'd say, do you think you're going to be a pro at some point, or do you want to be a pro? Is that so go go ahead.
1: Um well addressing the pro thing first, like hundred percent. One hundred percent. I love it. Um there's actually a meet um November or September twenty fourth. It's the USPA pro. Um, the top guys, like um the guy who co owns SBC, he's gonna he's competing there. I think he's like top he's like top in his weight class. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these guys that like are crazy on social media, uh like Shane Hunch, Maul Browner, like those guys are gonna yeah. be there. And those are the guys who like kind of I would say got me into it. For sure. Um, so like going and seeing that, like I want to compete against them. Like, like I don't want to sit there and watch them. Obviously, that's that's where I'm at right now. But um, it would just be cool to go and see what the atmosphere of a of a pro meet is like. Yeah. Um, when he sent the the up list for like the volunteers out, I was like, dude, I got to do it. I was like, I I will I will get the work the off work and I'll go do that. Like, I love how
2: hungry you are,
1: dude? It's. Like, it,
0: it, have you, have
2: you been, been to a powerlifting meet? Yeah, I've been to two. They're like, they're insane. They're Dude. like they're insane.
1: Yeah, Shremo music. Like, oh. Well, this oh, last yeah. one that I did in um, April, they had like the the smoke machines coming out from <laughs> oh, when wow. you're in Iraq. Your it was so sick. That's pretty fire. It was so That's sick. pretty fire. Yeah.
0: So is it based off of um, like age or, or weight classes?
1: Um, so you sign up for a weight class and an age class. Um, okay
0: they just kind of put you wherever
1: you yeah. uh, You compete, like, so what I did last time was I competed in 110 kg, which is 240, 242, but I weighed in a little bit less, um, in junior 18, 19. So in that specific category, mm-hmm. it was me and one other guy. Oh, okay. but overall, like, there was, like, this amount of this amount of people in open, this amount of people in 110 kg, and this amount of people in the age class. Okay, so, uh, so is there, like, an open um, where, where you can, like,
0: pull against... Yeah, so there's a, a the
1: open... Um, age classes where you compete against everybody, oh, uh, but man. your weight your weight group is like dedicated to like you and whoever else is in it. Okay. So, um, like, it, I got a meet in eight weeks, so I did like I'm in the uh, 110 kg and then the 18, 19. I was gonna go for open, but nah, I was like last second. I was like, let me just let me just switch this real quick. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, bro, you're only 19. Get your feet so Yeah. Much, like so much time to. For me, like I didn't really take weightlifting seriously until I was like twenty three, which I looking back on I regret so much. Like, cause in high school we had the six thirty weights. So I'm like, I didn't play football, but like my coaches made me go in with the football team. So mm-hmm. like, I'm in there as a foot fairy, you know, <laughs> trying, to, trying to lift like with the, with the football team, and I was like, this shit's so dumb. Like I don't. I don't want to be here. I didn't take it seriously like at all. And I, and another thing too, I don't think they really teach, which I feel like they should nowadays. Is like nutrition. But like when you're in high school, bro, as long as you just put down the calories, like you've got to eat. Depending on who you are, like, yeah. it it's not really gonna make too much of a difference. But like looking back on how big nutrition has been for me, like in my weightlifting journey, it's like I I didn't even know. Like I was just like ripping like four things of C four and like working out <laughs> for like three hours and then. Going home and like
1: just laying around. Yeah, the, the football like, coach like he he had a thing where you paid two dollars and you got two dollars a week and you got six six PB and Js every day for that week. PB&Js, Dude, peanut butter. I I'll tell you what that people put on so much size just because oh, I mean yeah. one sandwich is like a couple hundred yeah a couple hundred 400, calories. 400 probably and he like told you like eat three before lunch, eat two after lunch, and then eat one when you get home. So, like, he told you to, like, kind of spread it out. Um, and then you eat breakfast and lunch, and you eat dinner when you get home. So, it, it was, mean, a, lot of, that's it was a, a lot of eating. That's an
2: easy way to add, though, like, 2,000 calories Piece. of yeah, peanut yeah. butter and jelly scent. And they go down, like, yeah. so easy, And you're,
1: you're feeding these to 14, 15, 16-year-old kids, like, they literally—it's gonna go nowhere besides their muscles. Like they're just gonna get massive. Yeah, yeah they're gonna
0: put it down. And they're gonna be hungry again in literally thirty minutes. Yeah, exactly. Like that, I mean, and, it was like. and
1: they're getting high quality protein from the peanut butter and fiber from the bread, so it's it's going nothing but yeah, good in your body.
0: Supplement wise, like what do you what are you doing now?
1: Um, my supplements are pretty basic. It's yeah. Just multivitamin, fish oil, pre, protein, creatine. Yeah, fairly yeah. simple stack. Yeah, yeah. At the
0: end of the day, it's Design, that just whole food mm-hmm. you don't really need like much of much of anything else
2: I think the fish oil for you I heard you say fish oil I think that's huge for you just cause like you're you're moving like heavy weight so your joints are taking a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of stress have you felt any sort of has that bothered you? Have you felt any something like that? Probably not because you're only 19. Yeah, I haven't had any significant
1: injuries. But
2: like, do you feel tightness in certain, have you have you felt that? I hope I'm not jinxing yeah. you, you know? <laughs> I'm yeah. <not> <laughs> but yeah, I'm just making sure, I, I'm just wondering just if that's caused you any like adversity at all.
1: Um, I mean, nothing besides like some minor like shoulder pain, sure. you know, just regular things. Like, um, I, had a, I strained my groin a couple of times in high school playing football. It's so, like, now that's that's kind of coming back, but it's not really proven to be so much of an issue because it I feel it for five seconds and it goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I'm like trying not to, especially being so close to uh, my next meet. I'm trying not to go crazy with everything um, that I, I'm trying to prevent injury as much as possible. Because literally all I need to do is just hit what I hit in the gym and I qualify. And that's my that's right now. That is the only thing that's on my mind is like getting done when I need to get done in eight weeks, mm-hmm. and that's like I'm televisioned on that. Like that's that's all, that's all I'm focused on. So you have like a coach and like a program that you follow, or so I don't just kind of rock and solo. I don't have any. I don't have a coach. Um, just because coaches these days like tax. Yeah. And there's so much free info online, especially with me yeah, being young. Like yeah. I don't think I'll really need a coach until you know I'm at like that yeah. national and then that that pro level. I will definitely pick up a coach for this next. Cross my fingers, I qualify. Yeah, but um, I'll definitely pick one up for this for that national meet because um, you know I want to get a second second opinion on everything, and yeah. you know they they've been in this for so much longer than I have, so it's yeah. it's good to get some of that old uh, old wisdom in there.
0: Yeah, for sure. Was there like a turning point in your life where like the gym became something that you were like super addicted to, or was it like because you were already playing football and mm-hmm. in the gym like? You were already loving it, or like, did something happen? When you know, for some people, it's you know a heartbreak, or mm-hmm. like, one day they just wake up and they look in the mirror and they're like,
2: you know, I'm. Still, I want to change. I, yeah, yeah.
1: That it was kind of more of that. Like in yeah. like, I didn't really care about lifting in high school until like I would say March of last year, mm-hmm. um, and then like I remember waking up one day and I was like, damn, like I feel like stepping on the scale. And I thank God I did it because I, I remember I was I was like 278 points something. I was like, I was like, damn, I was like, I've never even touched anything with a smile. I was like, this, this is not OK. Um, so my my buddy, he's been he was nagging me, nagging me, nagging me to get a, a gym membership. I was like, all right, bro, like, fine, like, I'll go get one, like, yeah. as long as you'll go and then it started <laughs> and then it all took off like at first I wasn't even focused on powerlifting that was that was least of my worries. yeah yeah I was yeah. I'm not gonna lie I was it I was in it for the girls bro I was, <laughs> I was hey uh,
0: and but then you find out real quick that like majority of the people that are giving you compliments are your boys it's dudes yeah <laughs> like the bit of the like the Bradley Martin video and he's like um, what, what is it it's like something versus reality and it's like the first one. It's like him and a stringer, and like the girls are like, oh, oh it's yeah. like reality.
1: And the him, the boys are like, feeling <laughs> dark, like. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I've it's definitely been a majority of like dudes like, yeah, like saying like, oh, good shit, like stuff like that. But even like people I went to high school with, like they're all like, damn, bro, like that's crazy. They never would have never would have thought people people never would have thought yeah. I would be where I am now. A couple years ago.
2: You were 278, and now you said you're like 240.
1: Yeah, but well, the lowest I got was like the lowest I've been is 225. Okay, two, yeah. I are
2: following there. his journey on his social media. You can yeah. probably find it at what's there.
0: crazy. I, I, I like figured out kind of who you were through like Scott reposting mm-hmm. your stuff. Yeah, um, he so was because I, I used to go, go to OG for a while, mm-hmm. and so I'm sure I've, I've seen you there probably. and stuff like that, but then seeing like Scott. Repost uh, your stuff. I was like, "Damn, this kid's like serious about his shit." Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, it, That's that's kind of where it all started. Um, I walked in that studio for the first time. My boy Khalil. I'll never forget yes, it. Sir. Yeah, shout never out. Never forget. We him. want him on
0: the pod too, for
1: sure. That would be lit. Yeah. That would be lit. He's stand-up guy, Rob. Nothing but love for him. He's sick. He must have forgot about me. <laughs> well, no, I'm talking about like the first time. The first time. That's what I. That's that's the first. And then like. Yeah. And then, you know, I met everybody else there, Chandler, Tiana, um, Scott. All those done as well. Oh yeah. They, everybody there was super sick. And then ended up getting a couple workouts with Chandler. And that was, that was dope. I still have those posted on, I have a, on my Instagram, my highlights, I have like a hundred day, um, mm. like challenge thing. Um, so times and Austin became friends.
2: Yeah. It was Just like through that, like sure. When I worked there, it was me and him, I guess, you know, helping him as a, yeah. as an employee, but, then it kinda of branched into yeah, we more get, after that. Now we're just we're just we're friends. Yeah. Yeah, we lovely. went
1: from like me buying subs to gaming no, to no. going to the gym to yeah, I mean just like crazy. just talking. Now he's on the podcast. Now I'm on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. but
0: that's the thing though too about the gym, it's like it can it can go like either one or two ways. Like it can bring people together or it could definitely push people like apart. Um because, uh, yeah, go, go deeper on that. Because I'd be I, like, one thing I really like to touch on is, uh, I know you're a big Joey Swole fan. Yeah. And so he's kind of turned his whole, like, social media and TikTok page into, like,
2: a positivity thing. Positivity. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, he'll, yeah, yeah.
0: He'll, like, repost people's videos of, like, oh, look at this idiot in the gym doing blah, blah, blah. And Joey's, like, you know, he turns it around into, like, Cause there's been moments where where I've seen people like doing like incorrect form or like they're dancing in between their sets <laughs> on like bench I or something I like did that. I do sometimes, no, but so, it, get, like, <laughs> it gets to the point though, like when when you've been in the gym for a while, like the,
2: yeah, you learn the gym etiquette for, yeah, you for sure. The gym,
0: gym etiquette, but like. It's more so appreciating that the fact that they're actually there instead of out
2: doing they're changing their life God mm-hmm. knows they're, what. they're changing there because a bad
0: workout is honestly better than no work than no workout mm-hmm. so but then if it gets to the point where you're able to form like a relationship with that person or something like that then from there it can like because i know for me like i had literally no idea what i was doing in the gym um yep. until i moved away from work and like was working like kind of in a remote office in nebraska and then a new guy walked in to the office and was just jacked out of his mind and i was like i need to become friends <laughs> with that guy yeah and so uh yeah shout out to shout out to travis but he, he's from from jacksonville florida he's in his mid 40s just absolutely shredded and so i it was very nerve-wracking for me because the gym is honestly a very scary place for a lot of people mm-hmm. um because of like the judgment and and things like that or like, they just don't have a lot of self-confidence in themselves. Yeah. And so, um, hopefully, you know, that stigma, I don't think it'll ever go away, but it can definitely, like, be improved. It's definitely changing. Like, like,
1: diet a little bit, which is yeah. good to see.
0: I think it yeah. is changing for sure, and, and um, oh, you know, of course, there's still going to be those people out there um, yeah. in the world, unfortunately, but now the gym can be such, like, a fantastic place to change, like, an entire human beings life it's not and you were saying too like you kind of started it in the gym to like get girls and stuff like that but honestly though too like i'm sure you feel much better now that you're not you know pushing 280 your confidence is higher when your confidence is higher like you're able to you do more you're happier yeah Mm -hmm. you're, you're you're better you're like you're better in social settings like you're comfortable with talking to girls you're talking to People that just you just don't know, really, yeah. yeah, businessmen, like anything, and and th- I, that's that's something that's definitely spoke wonders for me. Is just like, you know, growing up and like getting your shit together. Like, f- fitness is definitely one thing. Like, just fitness and health can push you in so many more ways than just like creating a, a healthier version of yourself. Oh yeah, and then also too, people that you can meet in the gym, like. You know, it, it. A lot of times this, are
2: going the same place you want to go, or right. have already gotten there. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Or like, and I, I, think I might have said this on the intro pod, but like, w- meeting one person can literally change your like your entire life. Yeah, yeah. it is. Whether yeah, that's that person changing your life, or you meeting someone and you have the ability to also change their life. Whether it's like, you know, getting them around of like, you know, maybe they don't have a lot of friends, or the friends that they are hanging out with, like, are you know, giving them shit for going into the gym or, mm-hmm. like, they're out doing some hood rat stuff. And you're able to, like, bring them into your circle.
1: And, bring them back to reality.
0: Yeah. And be like, hey, I see the direction that you're trying to go. If the people that you rock with, like, aren't rocking with you in that regards, then it's like,
2: you know. Open arms, open baby. Arms. Exactly. We're, we're here. Yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, I've, ever since, like, I've been lifting, like, I mean, I've already got two of my buddies to start going to Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think me and um, my boy, Lucky, like, we've definitely, like, gotten a hell of a lot closer ever since, like, we started going to the gym, because...
0: You suffer together for that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he... Um, Suffering he's, creates bonds. Yeah. He's
1: gotten away from more of, like, the powerlifting, but, dude, he looks insane now. Mm-hmm. Like, he... I, I, It's insane. Like, the amount of work, like, nobody's out working him. I promise you. Even, like, I like to think I do, but this dude is in there all hours of the night, like he makes sure he's in there and he gets his shit done he's going hard yeah and and he, but it pushes he, you right exactly yeah. Yeah. cause yeah. Like, like that's, that's kind of what I was about to get to like he's been telling me like the last couple times like well I hit 285 and that was like his best so like now we're kind of like right there toe to toe um that's the fun part that's yeah. the best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: cause that's yeah that's the real fun part when, like for me all of my friends are way stronger than me and so like when I would get partnered with someone and they, like, throw 225 on the bench, I'm like, bro, I can barely squat that, let alone, like, you know, try to rep that out in high school. Yeah, it's it's like like yeah, yeah. like a buck 65.
1: Did, yeah, high school. Like a
0: slight breeze would. <laughs> <in> the next <laughs> a, county, a breeze. Dude. Yeah, yeah.
1: High school was definitely crazy, especially, like, lifting around some of the guys who were at D1 colleges now. Like, um, yeah uh dom orange i don't know if you know who he is mm-hmm. but he goes to um i think i will state he uh, i went to middle school with him went to he's always just been the biggest dude and i remember one day seeing him he was like i think he was we were maxing out he had like 585 on like he, 16 17 year old kid mm-hmm. who's hitting 585 like that is completely like and ugly it is should. unheard of yeah and i mean just seeing him like and where he's at now like it's just crazy like going around these people like growing up around them and seeing them what they're doing now, it's just, it's just crazy. And
2: it's crazy how you see every like, you know, five, 10 years, how a gap seems to get left by the next generation of, of athletes that come through of that certain point. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you don't know what year it is, but like you reach that next level. Mm-hmm. And it's like, cause humans, you know, we evolve to that next level. Like yeah. our bodies, kids are getting stronger, faster can jump higher can can move side to side faster, whatever it may be yeah. it's crazy how just by humans like playing the sports mm-hmm. we've gotten even we've reached greater heights yeah. like yeah. why records are set because they're meant to be broken type thing like so like my
0: cousin Harry yeah he's him him now at 19 is like me now at like 26 like when I was 19 I was like you know 165 pounds like was just a string beat. Now you see these kids who are like, I mean, I even, sometimes like, I'll, I'll be watching like college football. Yeah. And I, my mind fades for a second, and I see a dude that's like six, eight, like 300 pounds, and I'm yeah. like, that dude's literally 20 years old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. true freshman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what the, you know? And I'm just like, that blows my mind, like being that big. I mean, you're
2: no, I'd say you could. You're a good example, though. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't do what you were doing at 19. No, I wasn't even thinking about
0: 19. I don't think I will ever be able to do. I'll never sure. be
2: able to probably bench close to 300. I don't want to doubt myself. <laughs> no, you. We'll get you there. No way I'm pulling five. Whatever though.
1: I. Uh, I will say though, going into my freshman year, I was I wasn't even 200 pounds. I think I was like 195. Okay. Um, Going to that summer, I got I got I think the lowest I got was like 180 because of the difference in training. Just it was just a, such a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so did that, and then off season, uh, I finally was able to get a job. So I started working at McDonald's. and so now was kind of where the snowball started. Yeah, working every day, getting those free meals, eating yeah. walls on the clock, things like that. Like I remember going from eating super late, probably yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. Going from uh, I think I was like in the off season before I got the job, I was like close to like. Close to 195. Uh, the summer going into my sophomore year, I think I was close to 240. Um, kept working there, and then I finally quit, got my next job, and I mean that really wasn't any better. Yeah. You know we were, and then that's when it got really bad when COVID like shut down. I worked at a senior home, so we we went from mm-hmm. serving in the dining room to bringing trays to rooms and yeah. having hours to just sit there. Yeah. So DoorDash, eating ice cream whenever we wanted, soda yeah. machines right there temptations you know, exactly it was kind of and i, I didn't i didn't care I at was that just point like, yeah. my boys were my boys were i was with them so i was like i worked with like five of my friends so it was yeah yeah it was kind of just we were all just chilling and hanging out and we weren't there was no really physical activity when that happened and that is where i started to get that's where i was pushing um like 250 and then it just kept going it's hugely
2: being a pivot so early like i it, it's that's what blows me away because me and Con, like I'm 25 and then Connor is 20 20 almost 27 so yeah. like mm-hmm. and you're only 19 so it's crazy seeing that perspective because I don't know many people at your age who can see that frame of mindset and say instead of just giving up or being like you know what yeah. this is my life now you're like no I want to change because I know if I do this now it'll push me to be better. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think the big thing coming from it, though, definitely was, like, you know, first time I hit, um even, like, I remember my, my, my bench max in high school, we were maxing out um, 185, and then mm-hmm. my squat max was, like, 315. And I remember I hit that after I got some of the peach rings from S2. From the, <laughs> dude, that shit was fire treats
2: oh yeah i think it was the uh, it, it's a uh, what's it called Pre-phase.
1: yep Pre-phase, yeah. that shit oh, that Sour. was like a strong that was like the first time i've taken a high stim pre yeah and dude. i felt like i felt like i was like the, a, the whole beat <laughs> dude yeah. i felt like i was like ascending it was crazy i haven't taken pre workout in
0: probably over a year and i'm afraid it's just been like a cup of black coffee and some rice Krispie treats mm-hmm. but like
1: I've Definitely gotten away from the higher stim stuff. That stuff is just wreck, wrecking, same. wrecking yeah. my
0: stomach, and I, I would feel like absolute ass. I
1: don't like I pre, like pre- I don't I got anymore home. either. Yeah, I just do like I have the um the raw C pre, so it's like yeah. one scoop is like 160 or oh, that's that's, so. where,
2: that's like perfect. Yeah, that like, and then I then like,
0: probably wouldn't go more than 200. I started then, I like when I was weeding off like the like pre phase and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I just started doing like just purely like pump stuff. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And, that's kind of where I want to get, but you know, someday it's some days I'm working pretty late and you so need the caffeine for sure. Yeah. And you know, I'm working at the, I'm working at the vitamin shop now. So it's like, I'm surrounded by energy drinks in a fridge that's 10 feet away from all sorts oh, of that. Uh, so it's like, you know, yeah. yeah, still, still fighting that off, but it's definitely not nearly as bad. Like before I was energy drink, 400 milligrams of caffeine. Sometimes, sometimes scoop, scoop and a half. Like, like I was, I was pushing like sometimes a thousand milligrams of caffeine. Like in way like too food. much. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it was. And that
0: I can, can affect, affect like weight
1: loss, then too. At mm-hmm. that point, mood, weight loss, well, cause anxiety, anxiety a bunch of stuff. caffeine. Like, um, I don't want to say it's an appetite like suppressant, but it is. It, it is. Yeah, it okay. Is. It is. I was say I thought I've heard that before, but I wasn't one hundred percent sure. No, it is. Yeah. Okay. Because like, because especially you know like, some of these kids out here taking like, like I feel like now especially more than ever it's a trend to see who can take the most caffeine and survive. Like I've seen these things on TikTok where it's like. Oh, I did three scoops of yeah, so-and-so like, pre-workout, yeah. and now, like... Dude, like, shotgunning a bang with three yeah. scoops
0: of pre in there. I saw that.
1: That was... I, I, I don't think I could ever even, like, touch that. that I, my heart would probably stop. But that's
0: the crazy thing, though, too, is, like... I mean, even really before... Uh, I don't... Maybe not before TikTok, like, blew up, but I remember, like, when I was working at S2, you get the young kids that would come in, and it's like, hey, bro, like, what are your goals? Like, what are you trying to do? And they're like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to get bigger, blah blah blah, and like, kind of, you know, run them through what you would recommend. They're like, well, where's your pre-workout? And it's like, dude, that's the last. That should be the last of your worries. With exactly, but they see all this stuff. Like,
2: I mean, it's got pretty colors on it. And, yeah, you know, that like tastes like candy. It tastes like true. It tastes like candy. Now they got you know people's names on them and yeah. all sorts Yo, of things. You,
0: yeah, they see the the you know the they're definitely they, glamorous. For the sure. influencers that they look up to are ripping like you know two or three scoops of pre and so they're like you feel like they can run through a wall and now they have
1: these like they have these like these childhood memory flavors you know like the ones came up the kool-aid uh sunny d Mm -hmm. stuff like that like i've and some of these crazy names like oh i imagine i can imagine what it feel like off two scoops of godzilla like
2: yeah it's kind of like a collection collection kind of thing though too Mm -hmm. so but that makes like weren't you do you still do that um Blender Bottle, and the the Crew Labs, or what was the other the one you used to kind oh, of, kind of affiliate I, for a little I bit? I don't
1: really mess with <laughs> them anymore. Okay, yeah. They, no, uh, I was just asking. Yeah, no, they um, just just some some of the things that they were doing. Like, okay, I didn't really, I couldn't really see myself. Like, and I mean, it really wasn't even anything serious. Just kind of, just I just wanted a discount code. Yeah. For sure. i
2: been to that for one up for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, stemming off of that, like, what is that your next goal? Like, do you want your social media, Loki, is kind of popping sometimes. So I'm like, mm-hmm. do you want? Keep doing do, you, do you want like to kind of blow up like that and become like kind of an influencer? Like, is that the goal, or is it more like you're gonna work your normal job and then if that happens and you're kind of like, I, I don't have a, a real job, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, well, honestly, there was a point where. I had gotten like I had like 12 million views on one of my TikToks. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I had 12 million views. I had gained like 100 k overnight almost. Holy shit! Um, nice. But um, like TikTok? yeah, so yeah. I had like I had like 110 k or something. I don't with that. But like I posted another video and then like that one and like seven other of my videos got taken down, so my account got banned. Huh? And I peeled it. I peeled it. I peeled it. And they were just like. Like we can't bring your account back. Like I was, I get hit all the time. Well, community guidelines. Were, were minor safety, and I've never understood that because I'm 18. You know, I'm not a minor. Yeah, you're not so a minor I never understood how that for just lifting to, a lot of weight, it would be, be like me posing like with my shirt off or whatever. Like, and I just never understood like. And recently, like even on my account I have now, like this is my third account. Yeah. I'm constantly getting hit with these, these strikes. Community and it's just, guideline like, you know, strikes. So that exactly. seems
0: that seems to be a a big issue though with a lot of. Guys, too, like I mean, Sush, Marco, like mm-hmm. Jack Italian. Like, he was, I remember, you know, listening to the knock and pot, and he was talking about, like, when his account, like, his huge account mm-hmm. got banned, how he was like, like, he's probably screwed, bad. yeah, my career is over. Like, he's freaking out, like, calling sh- like the Charlie and all the guys on knock him, like, dude, mm-hmm. you're gonna be fine, like, you're so popular, yeah, a lot. It's just like. I don't, I don't... It doesn't make any sense because you have young girls on there like, you know, shaking ass but then you have like something that's like truly building you as an individual and like inspiring mm -hmm. other young men. Yeah. And it's like, and they're like, nah, sorry. Yeah, exactly. But that seems to be happening with like a lot more, you know, we won't really get into that realm of stuff but it just seems that like a, a lot of that type of stuff of like, look at these young men trying to level up and they're like you know banning a lot of that
1: well because I mean stuff. they're getting more they, the app gets more attention from not yeah. you know some 19 year old kid posing in a mirror or yeah. like posting a one year transformation or right. something like that they're getting more attention from, from, the, other from the other things yeah. right so the
2: thing is it should be built on things like your TikTok mm-hmm. what that's actually something super positive and like all you know there's tons of positivity on TikTok I'm sure and it probably doesn't yeah. Give ha- get half of the credit that it shouldn't deserve because people are more obsessed with the TikTok dance. Yeah.
1: I I definitely there have been videos that like I will um, I will like not post it on Instagram. I'll I'll post it to like where only I can see it. Yeah. I'll save it and I'll post it to Reels. Like I won't even mess with it because anything I post on there like doesn't get taken down because it doesn't deserve to. Right. But some of the things that I post on there will for whatever reason. Yeah. I wrapping
2: it up real quick. Austin, what, I guess, give us kind of an outline of your final kind of goals and aspirations and then drop some knowledge just to to our listeners about, and then maybe kids your age too, because like like I said, multiple times you're much more mature from what I've seen and what I know being your friend and having you on here than than a lot of your demographics. So it would be good to maybe have someone at their level, at their age, talk to them about that. So go ahead, drop your knowledge. Yeah.
1: um Yeah. well, I mean, looking at like where I want to go with all this, like, you know, the goal is to go pro. Like, that's that's where that that's where the money's made. That's, as, it, as it should. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Know? I mean, that's the end goal. Yeah, that gift. I that's the end goal. You what know, like, is. it's <laughs> it's you know, next next thing is fifteen hundred. One after that's two thousand. And once we yeah. get there, it's like, once we're done with pro meets, world meets, you know, it's it, it's it's a never-ending thing. I think yeah. it's there's always another weight class you can win a you can get a record in always always something else you can do right and and i think now like people look at it like oh i did this so i'm good well there's all there's another thing you can do right you can go up a weight class you can you can drop a weight class you can there's always something else you can do yeah. um but and i think one of the big things now is like especially with social media kids look at these influencers who are shredded year round yeah and they look at it like oh well i need to cut when well you're 16 years old jimmy there's no reason for you to cut right. <laughs> right. anything you eat is going to do nothing but benefit you right unless you're like you know doing what I was doing eating 6,000 calories a day at straight McDonald's like yeah. and also the dudes that are shredded year round they have
0: to be because that's what their career exactly like, like if they you know they lay an egg for a year they can lose sponsor brands which generates you know tens of thousands of dollars of revenue for them each year and stuff like that so like that's that's where that was one thing that I struggled with it's like i it was literally tracking every single thing that i put in my body because i wanted to be shredded like all these guys yeah. and it got to a point where it's like unhealthy mm-hmm. so for like anyone out there like just understand that the people that you look up to in the fitness industry like do that stuff for like an, an actual living and if you want to try to pursue that it's totally fine totally okay and i don't but think people
1: like, realize like like at 16 17 18 years old you know these guys are mid-20s late 20s like prime of their life exactly yeah. like there's no reason for you to think that you should be like them when they're 10 years older than you well that's I mean that's that's kind of what social media
2: does exactly you know, and that's I feel like it, it gets everyone caught up in it nowadays
1: I feel like it's portraying like you need to be somebody you're not and I feel like now especially more than ever the gym has gotten so popular which is good Yeah. but I feel like the wrong, some. The wrong reasons yeah I feel sometimes, like sometimes. I feel like some people they start this they start their journey which is great don't get me wrong but it's not some. It's not for everybody in the term of like when they want to do like bodybuilding or they want to do powerlifting. Like they, they follow these guys who are winning IFBB Pro cards yeah. and they're like, oh, well, I want to do that. But they don't realize what comes with that. Right. No, like for sure. bodybuilding preps, not for the week. Like oh. I, it, I've never gone through that and honestly, I don't think I ever want to.
0: I mean, you look at someone like Shibam, he's been doing that since like 16 and he talks yeah. about like I've lost friends, I've missed you know, social events, like everything, Friday nights, you know, I'm in the gym or eating my meals and stuff like that. So it's not, like, like you said, it's not for the week, like, it's not thought about maybe trying to compete like Mm -hmm. in a few years, but it's just like, I'm so much of a, like, extroverted person and a socialite, it's like, I feel like that would damage me more taking away my social life than, than like, sure. And that's, than just chasing a, Chasing like the physique, stuff yeah, like
1: that. So, and I think that's a that's a big thing. Like, people don't realize like it's it's mentally taxing, but it's it. I would say honestly, some of the things are more mentally taxing than physically. Mm-hmm. like oh, that's gotta be the hardest part. Is the mental exactly is the mental
0: part? Yeah, because yeah. a lot a lot of people are like super on edge. Like they're that's why they just kind of like to isolate themselves mm-hmm. to a certain extent.
1: I know me personally. I much prefer to lift alone because I know some, like a lot of people that like I like have lifted with, just can't match intensity. And I think intensity is a big part yeah. of, especially for what you're doing. Exactly, yeah. like like putting 450 pounds on your back or picking up 500 isn't isn't for everybody. And it's like, it's it's definitely it's definitely different than you know like going and doing five sets of twelve on bicep curls or, um, just things like that.
0: Uh, one last question: What's your favorite song to live to? Do you have like that
1: go-to like? like for PRs? Yes. Yeah. EA by Young Nudy. <laughs> <laughs> that is like. I gotta one. go to the gym and I that one, and uh, I've liked Knock Knock by Nardo Wick. That's another. Good I've one. never heard that one. Okay. It's a good one. Okay. okay. Well, it's a good plug-in. Help to send it to us. Like gotcha. Time, yeah, it's it's no, but, definitely up there. But real, man, appreciate you having on. Super excited to see
0: what you got oh, coming yeah. up in the future. Uh, we'll definitely stay in touch. Maybe even get a
1: lift or something like that oh yeah
0: but if you want to go ahead and like plug your socials where can they find you um,
1: um drop them on instagram yeah drop on yeah, instagram, uh, instagram. Adalexkg. Like kg. <laughs> um my tiktok is 100 kg prodigy <laughs> so um yeah and then I'll, I'll, I'll kind of run
2: this out thank you everyone for listening uh steady talk I'll say as we grow as a brand, we're constantly wanting to improve. That's why we're trying to improve for you guys. Um, if, you, if you like, we were actually opened up our first donation link and anything donated to the podcast will go directly to building the podcast, getting good, getting even, you know, getting good guests, yeah. upgrading the facilities, getting new microphones, right. whatever, hopefully get it on video, get a website made, all that can help, you know, we can make that come true. We're actually working on a lot of that right now but it can actually expedite the process so anything you guys donate if you decide to thank you very much and uh we really appreciate you for listening and
0: you can find the link on um on the Steady talk instagram so it's just steady talk podcast my personal instagram which is connor dean uh, underscore um and then chandler's as well but yeah um you can find everything on there and um as always we appreciate the listeners Appreciate you having having you on, man. Oh, yeah. And and, uh, as always, for those people out there, stay steady. Stay (laughs) steady. Peace. This is...